0: Rebooting the Human Genome by Antonio Regalado from Technology Review Magazine The Human Genome Project was one of mankind's greatest triumphs, but the official gene map that resulted in 2003, known as the reference genome, is no longer up to the job. So say scientists laying plans for a new universal map they say will combine the genomes of hundreds and eventually thousands of people, to create a true reference that reflects all of humanity. The problem with the existing gene map is that it represents only one way a person's genome could look. The new map, called a graph genome or pan genome, would use mathematics to reflect every possible twist or turn a person's genome could take as it spirals around 46 chromosomes. It's very new technology, but in less than five years, everyone is going to be using it, predicts Gabor Mart, a geneticist at the University of Utah. The math behind the idea is graph theory. You are already familiar with graphs if you know about the six degrees of Kevin Bacon game. Every actor is a node, and if they acted in a movie together, that's an edge. The game is to find the smallest number of edges it takes to reach Kevin. In a graph genome, the objective will be to find a path through the genetic letters that exactly matches yours. If every possible path is represented, which is the whole idea, it will make the interpretations of genomes faster, less expensive, and more accurate. Fewer than 250,000 people's genomes have ever been sequenced, but that figure is set to double each year as genome sequencing becomes a routine way to diagnose disease at children's hospitals and cancer centers. Some expect that eventually every newborn will have its genome decoded. Accurately determining how each of those differs from the others is where the new gene map would come in. Mart's Utah lab is one of several academic teams working on prototypes of genome graphs that will be submitted to a standards body in June. There's commercial interest, too. The genetics company 23andMe is developing graphs, and companies like Google are watching closely, says Benedict Patton, a researcher at the University of California, Santa Cruz. Everyone is interested in having humanity represented in one fundamental data structure, he says. The problem with the current reference. Isn't only that it still has gaps or that it includes DNA bolted together from a dozen or so anonymous people, Frankenstein fashion. It's that, as a single account of the three billion letters that make up human genes, it can't be readily used to say how yours might differ. The trouble arises when a new genome is sequenced, using speedy machines that shred DNA into millions of small bits. To reassemble these, the bits are lined up against the reference, which, like the picture on the front of a puzzle box, acts as a guide. But typically, about 5% of a person's DNA data won't fit anywhere. The more different you are from the reference, the harder it is to fit in all the pieces, says David Middleman, chief scientific officer of Toot Genomics, a bioinformatics company. And if you can't find the differences, you can't find the risk. The International Genome Reference Consortium that maintains the reference has tried to keep up, plastering it with scientific sticky notes. These alternative sequences, many connected to the human immune system, now include more than 150 genes and more than 3.6 million genetic letters. But these footnotes are inconvenient and, for the most part, simply ignored. In many cases, it doesn't make a difference. Any two people share the vast majority of their DNA letters, over 99%. And the reference genome is able to highlight the most common differences, which are changes to single DNA letters inside of genes. But it's bad at flagging certain larger chunks of DNA that can go missing, get added, or get rearranged. And these are important, some have been linked to autism, while others appear to be key parts of what separate us from the apes. It's quite a bit of a shortcoming if the essence of what makes us human is...